<laughs> Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. I'm here. Amy Beth Shaver is here as well. Allison Sinclair is... Uh, Scott, she is somewhere. She's, she's somewhere. Off doing the she's somewhere. She's, she's somewhere. doing the things, and she's going to give us a full update tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Girl, I hope you have a good mm-hmm. day. Where is she going again? I can't oh, tell you. Oh, one of those activities. She's going to a meeting for her community group. Yes. Meeting. She's going to a meeting. I know exactly where she is. I could mm-hmm. drive to it right now could if I had to. Yes, I could. You just don't remember the name? No, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, because I don't know if it's a secret. super top secret meeting. Oh, it meeting. could be secret. And confidential. I want to be the person uh-huh. that you want to tell your secrets to because you know I'm not going to spill it. I learned my lesson in seventh grade. Don't. Say. I used to be a big mouth. I'm not anymore. Really? Didn't you learn it in seventh grade? Yeah, I did because people yeah. stopped talking to me for two weeks. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Also, never yeah. mind. I'm not going to yeah. tell the rest of the story. But oh. anyway, mm-hmm. I learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Sky, I just want you to know we survived day one of vegetable eating. Okay. <laughs> it's, and I will uh, let you know, Sky, that I, um, I joined in the fitness kick and uh, woke up early this morning. Exercised, yeah. Was ready for the day. Felt vitalized. You know how they always say, "Oh, I woke up early and it made me feel good all day." That's a lie yeah, that's from the true. pit. But then I rounded it off with two biscuits. Well, there you go. My everything so, in moderation. Sky, yeah. I didn't do that. But I rationalized it because I saw Jordan Peterson yesterday. Uh, and what did he say? He was telling people how to fight anxiety. And what does oh, that this, eating this biscuits? Will be good. And and I don't have anxiety, but I could have, so I'm being preventative. You know, preventative health care. Sure. Um, he said one of the things you do is eat a big breakfast. Okay. Low on carbs, heavy on protein and fat. Okay. Um, actually, eat a little more than you feel like you like passed when you're a little full. Okay, sure. And um, okay. that sociology says that that goes a long way. To dealing with people who have anxiety issues. Well, I figured out what's wrong with me. I don't eat breakfast. That's, well, you need to try it. For the next couple of days, one week, big breakfast, heavy fat, heavy protein. Okay, no more anxiety. Not not so much on the carbs. And and he explained, you know, look, that's just what I got. I just got the part that said, eat a big breakfast. I don't remember the reason. Yeah, well, he doesn't produce the Alabama Unfiltered show, so. (laughs) What does he know about anxiety, man? (laughs) Come on. Oh, so today is the 11th day of January, Thursday in the year of our Lord, 2024. Hope you've had a good morning so far. Hope the last 21 hours have gone well as well. But. But, Scott. Alabama's in mourning. I know Alabama's in mourning, but you didn't ask about my breakfast. Because I know it was like rice cakes. I mean, you just moved right on and you didn't ask. I I don't want to feel guilty. I ate two biscuits. Sky. What'd you have for breakfast? I want to let you know that I made a chickpea salad for dinner last night. Yum, yum. And I ate lavash because Allison said we could. It's delicious. I'll bring you some. It's like wraps and pita. It's whole wheat. It's flax. And it's some other thing. I don't know. Who cares? I ate it by myself because everyone was gone. But it was delicious and beautiful. And then, (laughs) who knew that olive oil with garlic salt and a little splash of lemon was divine? All right, so I did that. And then for breakfast, guys, I had an apple, and then I made a rice cake sandwich with peanut butter. (laughs) Because <laughs> you said I could, so I did. Well, okay, well, what about what about the results? How are you feeling? I 
feel fantastic, okay, Sky. I've turned in a column already. I got up at 4.15. <laughs> I mean, the world is my oyster today, thanks to you and Allison. Well, let's <laughs> let's delve into this a little further. Were you a morning person previously? Oh, she, oofs. Um, it's, yes. uh, it's nauseating. So it's, so it's not that, I thought so, but. Scott, no, no, come no. on. She wakes up like at 4, 3.30 or 4. 4. I wake One up at One day four she came sometimes. in, Sky, and was talking. She had already, <laughs> I forgot what it was. It was like, got up, coffee and burned her husband's toast a couple times. And he was sick. Went to, I still went to the metaphor. grocery store. I did. I mean, had done like seven things before we even got to the studio. Yeah, morning people well, like that just make me sick. Man. My yeah. dad no offense, got up early in the morning. What time do you go to bed? Yeah. Uh, well, whenever time the couch gets me. Okay. So you wear out early. So, so it's not nice. I mean, you're nine. sleeping I mean, the same. There was one point in okay. our lives where Chris was like, are you ever going to be able to stay awake past right. 8 o'clock? And I was like, I don't know. It's not looking good. Right. But now I can step to like 11. So an 8 to 4 person. No, 11. You don't go to bed at 11 when you're coming in here waking up at 4. Sometimes? No. Yeah, you're stretching it for the story. No, no, I really Usually don't. Usually 9. Scott? Did you, you take a nap? nap? You started with 9 when you were being I honest. Nap. Okay. A nap. There you go. Okay. Really? Yeah. So I you're nap. like my friend Charles Bishop. Yeah, whoever he who's is. Who's older. You remember Charles Bishop. Are you calling me old? No, I just said you were like him and he's old. Older. But I do nap. I do. Okay. For real. Because so you, I like power So you wake nap. up at 4. Uh-huh. Because you don't get Four enough sleep. Five, it just depends. Uh -huh. Then you nap. Uh-huh. And then you go to bed early. Ish. Early-ish. Right. And that's like him. He used to call me like at 6 o'clock. Yeah, if you... And if, he's like, if hey, I'm your friend. Son, if you need to talk at 6 a.m., uh -huh. like your cousin... Right. ...who is she my best friend... She wants to get friend, up early or two? We text sometimes at 5 a.m. because we know the other one's awake. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Nobody Sheesh. wants to talk to me in the morning. No. Unless I've been out all night. <laughs> Unless you're, you're not wound down you, you yet. You're want, still you going. Anyway, to be anywhere near Unless it's at the Waffle House. I just wanted to let y'all know that I'm doing my best and I've made it through 18 hours. Of lavage. Of good eating. Lavash right. looks like pita bread. It's delicious. And you know what? We need a lot of pita bread and hummus uh -huh. and perhaps some beverage. Mm -hmm. to deal with what's going on in the state of Alabama. Indeed. I still want to complain about it. And I'm, I'm just warning people. All right. Because some of those folks who, they're always giving you, I oh, get up at four in the morning and get my day started because I am excellent. They usually go to bed early. They do. All right, look. And that's what, that was the joke I used to have with Charles Bishop because once I realized he was calling me at six and shaming me for not being up and at him, you know, I realized he went to bed like at nine. Well, what's wrong with so you know what I did? You might I started something. calling him late, <laughs> uh -huh, and would funny. say, "Hey, look, Charles, I'm working on this stuff right here. I got these two bills. Wait, what do you think?" He's like, "Ah, ah, ah, ah." Turn about. I don't have any early bird children. I don't think, except now Emmy is because she has a baby. Okay, yeah, and that's not by choice. It's but, the but most the well, Wesley's early, but the other ones uh -huh. could just sleep. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, I she don't know. Is re she's ready to go today, Sky. Yeah, I can tell. She I love came the enthusiasm. In just yeah. You know they say uh, productive people uh, often do take a uh, a quick, what they call it, a power, 20 nap. Minute, power nap. Power nap. Yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes, no longer. I, I try to do that. Um, 
Only 20 minutes? Yeah, you're supposed to only be 20 minutes. Also, when your alarm goes off in the morning, mm-hmm. psychologists say you're supposed to get up immediately and not keep hitting not the snooze hit button really? because you're interrupting your circadian rhythm. And so you're putting yourself into worse sleep patterns by going back to sleep and ignoring your really? snooze button. Yeah. Just hmm. put it for a time you're actually going to get up and then just get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the day off to a bad start if you don't. As you get up. older, yeah. if you just get up and start your day when you have to get up and go to the the restroom. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's when your body's like, well, it's time to go. Then I would actually get the up bladder at clock, 3 a.m. The, bla- the bladder clock is, is shorter than awful. the normal clock. This is, this Sorry, is I can't run part. on three hours sleep, man. <laughs> I, I'm Dang. not that bad. That's okay. Perhaps today I'll be driving home going, <laughs> She'll be happened? tired. At 11 o'clock, she'll be, she'll be checked out. So yeah. it is a sad day. It is a sad day. In the state of Alabama. Yeah, I knew sad. sky was not going to be froggy no. this morning. No, I'm not oh, feeling that's it. That's why really. I am for Because, uh, what's his whole full name? Nicholas. Nicholas Lou Sabin from Fairmont, West Virginia. A place I passed a lot on my way really? to visit. Is my Nicholas Lou? Nicholas. I thought it was Nicholas. I, my guess is it's Nicholas. It's kind of like me. Chris's are usually Christopher's. Sky's Nick his Saban. legal name is Sky Riziola. Right, y'all just Big Daddy Diggity Dog Mosley. That's <laughs> literally <laughs> it is Nicholas, Nicholas Lou Saban Jr. Oh, he's a junior. Yes, he is. Nicholas Lou Saban. Well, Nicholas Daddy worked Lou. worked in a coal mine or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a country music song about that. Oh yeah. But he has um he has retired I as did. the head coach of the University of Alabama. To the day. That's yeah. Amy Beth told me this morning, Sky. It was 17 years to the day that he was hired. I remember when the plane touched down at Danley Field here in Montgomery. Do you? Do really? you really? Yes, I do. And uh, why did he come to Montgomery? Because you can't fly into Auburn, apparently. I mean, uh, Tuscaloosa or Auburn. So uh, you can't. <laughs> you can't fly into Tuscaloosa. I don't know why, uh, but he he flew into. Uh, flew into Danley. to Montgomery. All right. So I hope I'm I have... recalling that correctly. I'm, I'm sure I am. Yes. I have questions. Okay. Number one, Scott, we talked about this pre-show. Do you think if we went back and examined the evidence, a.k.a. checked out Miss Terry during the season, would we have noticed signs? Should we have known this was coming? Should we have known? Well, since you explained it to me before the show, the answer is yes. The female perspective. Uh, my wife went the same way. Let's, okay, let's, here let's we go. That's Amy Beth. That's what Amy Beth wanted to get. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm just suggesting that in the midst of all the very accurate and astute male opinions, that one should always look after one's wife and watch her body language mm-hmm. and watch what she says and watch what she does. And I'm wondering if we could rewind the season, and I'm sure people are, and they're going back to look at Miss Terry. They would have gone, it's done. Like even the on the field, it's the it's the last game ever when they when lost, they lost to the Michigan. Yep. We should have watched have. her more. We shouldn't have. That was awful. Mm-hmm. But even no matter what, we should have watched her because we would have known what was going to happen. Did, did your wife think that? Yes. Yes, because uh, at the end of the game, the the hug was extra long, and well, just throughout she the season, saddened. um, it just that's what uh, Martha pointed out to me when she Miss Terry me. was more visible this year than in years past, and, and when Amy Beth brought that up, I was saying, you know, there was all the, you know, she's always looked after the boys, you know what I'm saying, but this year seemed more of her. Like hugging on them, and it was just more. She was just more like 
you're saying goodbye almost. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it. You're right. I, I was just saying, oh, that's great. But now that's you cool. recognize Whatever. it, don't you? Now that but it's now when I look back and I've had it explained to me, woman explained, um, I thought I, I did it. I can see it. Nicely. You did a very nice job. I, was I don't, doing my I don't best, have a problem Scott. with being woman's spine. Well, and, and Martha's mm-hmm. right, too. I mean, you know, I, it's just interesting that, honestly, that is immediately where my my mind went. Yeah, my wife's take on it was um, <laughs> very uh, eye-opening for me. She says, you know, he, he owes it to her. After all these years, you mm. know, to, to take some time and, and, and be together and enjoy life. Because, you know, the man probably works. 70 hours a week and that's mm-hmm. on season and off season mm-hmm. um, there's a very good chance that about uh, somewhere around March Miss Terry says Nicholas Lou Junior Junior <laughs> you gotta get a job <laughs> cause you're driving me crazy <laughs> I have a theory on that Mr. Beeston <laughs> what is your theory I'll tell you uh, after the break cause uh, okay. it's gonna take more than a minute into the because they because she is she has lived a life of whatever goes on at the house that's her world yes sir mm. he's running the football program AKA and is out world. early Home late, gone all the time. Yes, they love each other, the, the whole nine yards. But he's not there. him just being around all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably not and, the easiest and, and to get along perfectionist with. Perfectionist that he is. Oh yes, and he probably doesn't take orders super well. No, and he probably <laughs> if he doesn't have enough to do, he's going to oh, create things to do. Yeah. No, I don't think so, man. No. Oh. I can't wait to hear your uh, your thoughts on the other what side. What Scott has. Yeah. And then we're going to have to figure out the next steps. Yes. That's also important. And uh, if you want to dial in, don't forget opinions. the number here, 1-800-289-9228. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. She always had... Welcome back into the program, everybody. I don't know if Lavash. I don't even. I just found out what oh, Lavash is. How Easy, am I supposed fluffy, to know? flatbread, no yeast. Are you sure? Yeah, I just found it. No yeast. And well, we use baking powder. Legal for the well, the Wikipedia says. What does the Wikipedia says? Say. Lavash. Lavash is a thin flatbread, usually leavened, traditionally baked in a tandoor. I don't have one of those. Or a saij, and common to the cuisines of the South Caucasus. Hmm. So, Sky. Does that mean, I know we're going to talk about Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you eat lavash? No, I did not. No, I did, what did, not. did you I, eat I any not, kind of bread? Uh, just the unleavened, uh, you know. The little crackers? Yeah, yeah, and I tried the rice cake thing. I couldn't do that either. Uh, it was just because I like cardboard. Men aren't trained to eat cardboard. I thought it mm-hmm. tasted more like a styrofoam cooler, actually. You know what? I think styrofoam <laughs> cooler with like a little salt cup. is probably accurate. Yeah, I like that better. I could have gone either way it, it, after about a week of that stuff. Uh, just eat the cooler. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Funny. <laughs> it's a little more fun. Right, but we're working. We're going to give you all okay. updates okay. over and over and over about how no. all this is going. We're not. We're not going to give updates on how our diet's going once and your Daniel fast. Once a week. People want to know. Because they're, look, they're, they care about we, thousands of people are starting this, this pilgrimage with us and they want to feel that camaraderie where y'all are like, oh, I'm doing so wonderful. It's awesome. It's great. And I'm, and I'm giving them the, 
I had to get two biscuits this morning. Because <laughs> I worked butter. out for like 15 minutes and I was starving to death. Hooray! <laughs> you know, Let's go to Lent, a... Lent begins on, uh, interestingly, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day this year, February Ooh. 14th. So I'm, I'm actually considering uh, ramping up. You know, you're inspiring really? me, yes. See? See? This guy's like a pseudo-listener. He listens to the show when he can tolerate it. When I can. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Y'all have... Sometimes he's bored and he listens to it. Look, I just... I am... I need more vegetables in my diet. True. Like, I eat salad just because I have to. I love tomatoes, but mm-hmm. this is actually forcing me to eat so much that last night I was like, I can't even finish this because there's so much vegetables. Well, I'm interested in the, in the spiritual aspect as well. Are you mm, following amen. this up with, um, you know, some devotionals, some mm-hmm. meditations, some reading? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Stage two. That's really the ultimate goal here. Well, it she's is. She's mean as a snake when she's not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it really you, works. <laughs> Thank you God, too. It really works. Some days when she's wound up, I'm like, here, here's a whole thing of celery. <laughs> Work on that. <laughs> Let me know when you're done. Oh. Let's go to Papa B. Papa okay. B. What are you talking about, Papa B? The left's abuse of the courts. Welcome to the program. Oh, very much. So, uh, I just want you to know that eating biscuits after a workout is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a B, you are now my favorite caller. Yeah, you bring a balance to the force, man. You gotta, <laughs> yes, sir. You got to regroup after a, after a workout. So, uh, I, I think it's perfectly legitimate. So, I'm, I'm on your side with you. Biscuits after workout, please. Yes, sir. <laughs> Biscuits for Buffness is the name of my workout program. <laughs> Mr. Easton's Biscuits for Buffness. Man, write that. $39.99 in three monthly installments. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can you can start your own uh, pro, uh, yeah. little program with that. Mark yeah, thirty nine ninety nine a month. Right? That's right. Yeah. In six weeks, you can look just it. like me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll oh, oh, refund your money. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, uh, you know, yeah, we've got to do something in this country about, you know, the court system is just being abused left, right, and sideways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, let's, here, this is one of the reasons why people, like, won't get involved or can't get involved because they know just how much it's going to cost, you know, just to oppose uh, well-funded uh, groups uh, on the left. Uh, this lawfare thing. Has just, it's just out of control, man. It is. It's one of the ways that they, that, that for instance, we call it the deep state or whatever you want to call it. That's how they keep us down. That's how they keep us beaten down. That's how they keep us from doing anything. We, nobody can afford this. Who can afford it? I mean, Donald well, Trump. Here's, here's the okay. funny thing, Papa B. They can't afford it either, which is why people like Barack Obama put programs in place so they could take your your dollars and my dollars 
take mm-hmm. them to Washington, D.C., then fund nonprofit groups and all these, oh, we're going to help save the children groups. Right. And then they take that money and pay for the lawfare that they use against us. So you and exactly. I are paying for it. Uh, no, no doubt. And that's my point exactly. Yes. We're the ones that wind up paying for it. And oh, they're in. But now our, now our side never gets compensated. Okay. No, no. no. Uh, we, we don't get our money back or get special use of funding uh, in any case. So it's totally, you know, um, perverse. Uh, system, you know, that's got, got they've got going on. Plus, they've got deep pockets elsewhere too. You know, Hollywood, for instance, mm-hmm. it was oh, yeah. they will fund things like that in a minute. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, so I don't know how I don't know what can be done, but something they just got to be done. We just I, can't I keep agree on with you. beaten like this, and unfairly and unjustly, they're just launching frivolous suits and. Grainy dry. Look at Rudy Giuliani and uh, some of the other folks that you know were Trump supporters. They go after him, man. And it's well, look at look at General Flynn. General Flynn, I think, had to sell his his home. And and everybody's like, well, General Flynn, General Flynn, he pled guilty. He pled guilty. That says he's guilty. You know, they said he was. They were next going after his family, after his son. He's like. I'm broke. I'll plead guilty. Make it stop. I know a guy personally who pled guilty to charges. He told me I am not guilty of, but I can plead guilty and get out for $5,000 or I can fight for my innocence and be totally broken. Mm. Right. Papa B, I appreciate you, brother. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot. Great call. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Papa B brought up a, a good point, this this lawfare thing and, and this idea that the left can just... And it's one of the things... I don't know what the answers are. I, I have this gut feeling, and you know, I jokingly, non-jokingly say we need to bring back dueling. <laughs> yes. Because there's just a... There, there's a problem in our society when... When certain groups of people know they don't have any skin in the game, it's it's the kid on the playground whose mom is the principal, mm-hmm. and they're kind of a bully. Yep, and they're basically saying, "What are you going to do about it?" Mm-hmm. My mom's the principal, or you got the mom or the dad who's like, "You know, you you get in a fight with my kid, I'll I'll sue your family," and you're like, "What? Mm-hmm. This is this a playground brawl, not a." Right. And so just that no risk to someone kind of thing. And a good example of that is when my little town, my city, decided it wanted to have its own school system. And, yes, they waited way too long to try to pull out of the county school system up here in, in Alabama. I wanted them to do it years ago, and they didn't. They waited. Trustful. Everybody else left. Leeds left. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. left. Because the state law says they can go. And um, so when Garnville got around to doing it, um, the county... I mean, they're running out of cities, right. you know? So they were like, no. Well, you, you can't stop them. They, the state law is abundantly clear, and they get to keep whatever buildings inside their city limits. You get to keep those. That's just it. State law is it's done. It's over. So they had to dream up this thing of, oh, no. 
Oh, no, it will upset the apple cart of, of desegregation. Oh, my word. In the schools. And, and then there was a background story. Um, the guy who started the desegregation cases years and years and years ago then ends up being appointed a federal judge based on that. Hey, this is what you did. You're great. I think he was appointed by um, Jimmy Carter. Okay. He retires. And so that's his signature thing is deseg. Mm-hmm. And so he gets on the side of whoever it was, NAACP, et cetera, et cetera. But, but to, to make a long story only slightly long, so Gardendale's suit ends up being about desegregation and whether or not Gardendale was leaving because they were, you know, it was racially motivated or would it upset the racial divisions of the schools in Jefferson County. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. Trustful didn't do that. Hoover didn't do that. None of those systems seem to have that problem. We were just there at the wrong time. Well, the federal judge who oversaw it was a lady named Heikola. Hmm. And I think she was an Obama appointee. She's, she messed with the, the school desegregation stuff in Huntsville, too, and made everyone angry. Um, but here's the, here's the weird thing about it. I, I think it was a terrible thing. I think she didn't care about the law. It's one of those things where she looked into, peered into the souls of the people who were trying to do it and decided they were all terrible. Uh, even though the public schools where she lives, which happens to be um, the number one school system in the state, hmm. was not good enough for her children. They had to go to a private school. Oh. So oh, my children sure. go to private school with very little, very few minorities. But you over there are probably racist. So you're not going to do it. Uh, and she's mad at me. That's fine. I don't care because it's it's, she's a jackleg. But um, here's what happens. So, so follow this guy. Okay. Um, in the federal law, when one side loses, it's there, there's a loser pays provision if there's a civil rights violation. That's uh, one of the things they put in the civil rights law was, hey, look, if you're if you're uh, infringing on someone's civil rights, then then you got to pay them. You got to pay for their lawyers and all so this like kind of stuff. So like tort reform, yes. civil rights style. Yes, but it's only okay. for civil rights cases. Only for okay, mm-hmm. so for nothing else. Mm-hmm. So oh, awesome. So when this suit is over, she decided that my city had to pay fines or loser fees to the groups that filed suit. But here's the interesting part. There was never a Gardendale school system. There was a Gardendale school board that never owned a building, that never had a student because they were never allowed to do so. Okay, you you understand what I'm saying here? So the federal judge that said, oh, no, we won't let you do your own thing. You can't have your own thing. You don't have it. You have no claim to it. I won't let you do that. Then she needs money to get to her fellow travelers, her lawfare buddies. So she says, oh, no, y'all will, your little town will pay them. And it's, I forgot what it was, a million dollars, two million dollars, something astronomical. And and my whole question the whole time was, for what? Mm. Where was the civil rights violation? Show me the child who was who was done wrong by a system that never started. That's insane. But but here's the bad part. The bad part is she's a federal judge. Mm. And your town, just like in these cases, says we just can't. We we got to stop. 
we, it's going to cost us more money if we fight her. Mm-hmm. And her buddies are going to agree with her because they're, we're all, we, we. We, we are all the federal judges. Mm. We have a fellowship, a brotherhood. You can't, you can't hardly win. You can't win. That's the game. So I, I try to tell that story so people will have to have the same look on their faces as Sky had, which is, wait a minute, how do you, how do you, how do you commit a crime if you were never in the position to be able to commit the crime? <gasps> That's why they invented Common Core math. <laughs> because it's Common Core reasoning. And you're like, for the love of Pete. So what did they do? They took, they forced my little town to spend millions of dollars to try to be able to do mm-hmm. what the state law said they could do. Then afterward, they said, we're going to take a couple more, at least a million more, to make you pay for our buddies over here who need more money so they can go do another lawfare against someone else. And did anybody get a better education? No. Uh, no. I don't think so. Was and it ever just, the goal, it's, really? It's, no, no. Yeah. Really. No. And it's just, it's so annoying. It really, really is. And, and if anybody ever wants to ask me about it, but it's just that legal, whole thing. It's robbery. It, it really is. And that whole thing was evolved around whether or not, you know, oh, you're, you know, racist this, racist that. And you're like, really? Because I'm, I'm one of the people that went door to door because we had to have an election to raise mm-hmm. taxes. When Gardendale, Alabama votes to raise its own taxes, then people should step back and go, oh, there, there must be a reason. And when I was going door to door, I would go to black families' homes and Every, I swear, when judgment day comes, God will say, Scott is telling the truth. Every black family's house that I went to said, if they knew who I was as Scott or maybe they didn't even know who I was, they're like, hey, you don't have to tell us. They knew, every single one, they knew when the vote was, and they said straight up, we are voting to pay that tax because we want our own school system. Every one. And then a federal judge comes along and says, no, y'all only want out to try to um, not let black people be in your schools. Even though it was going to drop the population from like 24% to 22% because of the way the city lines are. It was a tiny, tiny change. But that doesn't matter. Because in federal judge land... It's so annoying. And people wonder why I get wound up when I talk about the courts and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's because I've had the not-so-nice gift of seeing them Mm. and experiencing them. While other people still live out in the world of, oh, I think they're all trying to do the right thing. Oh, come on. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, that's where we are. Randall, you will be up next. You got the breakfast myth thing coming up. I hope he agrees with me. We'll be back. Scott, I had it turned on, and then you turned it I off. I didn't mash a button. Oh, okay, that was on me. I'm sorry. I did not I'm mash sorry. any I was, buttons. Look, I was very busy looking at some news, and go ahead. Let's let's very. talk to Randall about breakfast, and then we have some things we must discuss, Sky. So I don't. This is not where I come back in and say we should consider dueling again. No, this is no. No, this not, is not that. Okay. No, because listen. Because I'm for that. Well, I, it, let's just talk to Randall. Okay. okay. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Oh, yes, sir. Hey, Thank do you want to join uh, Body Biscuit Bodies by Beeson? It's a it's a new thing we've got going on. <laughs> 1999, if you get in early. 
No, I'm on stick to my. Uh, I, I don't. I don't eat. I mean, I don't eat breakfast. That's just one thing. Right I, on. I don't, I, there you go. I, I did. I did. For, you're gonna see a little, a little commercial for burnt bologna, but that's just because of a podcast. And I, I uh, so I did it. I did it for that reason. Uh, and I taped it, and I'm on edit and all that. But you did like burnt bologna for breakfast. I love it. We can add that to Beeson's biscuits oh, body body bologna and no, cheese every no, day for school. No, bologna no, no, and biscuits. No, no, the only thing you can have is the bologna. Don't no. That's just the first thing. Just you bologna. You really don't need. Don't don't. That, that, I just done that for commercial man. We getting way out. Okay, okay, let's go. It, it, all right, all right. China and South Africa. It turned into being well. Like because you can eat breakfast in the morning, so you kind of got fat. So a belly is a is a is a good thing in China and South Africa. You actually you go there with a belly, you, you're gonna be hooked up that same hour. Really? Like no doubt. Yeah. Oh yeah. They come. Yeah. I, 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 there's a lot so, of fans. So, I knew I had a lot of fans in China. I yeah, just didn't know why. I know. That's, that's, that's it. And, and see, that's how that that, that culture changed. We started changing in 1944 with great nuts uh, come out with their post, and then the uh, the scientists followed in behind them. And, and and it really it really messes you up. It messes you eat more than a day. But if the best thing to do is, is eat like at, at two or three, or may, may, maybe five at five or six at the latest, and then have you some nuts and stuff early in the day. But and, and some protein. But don't eat before eleven o'clock. And I promise you, you'll look you'll look younger. Your, your your skin start glowing and like like I'm looking at Scott right now like, and unless he's really 85, I don't know if it's working. <laughs> well, well, well I, I got some. Just, it's you should have seen me before I quit eating breakfast. <laughs> man. It, what what they want you to eat breakfast, man? It, it makes your blood it makes your blood sugar spike. Right. Then it crashes, resulting in That's you right. eating out of control all day. So so don't eat but in the morning. If you, think, if, you, if you think you if you think you need to, yeah. Eat an egg, something high in protein. Get you a little protein. Yeah, a little protein and fat. Do not eat something running. None of that smoothie crap. Yes, agreed. That's right. No carbs. And then what's going to happen? Don't eat grape nuts. Your fat stores will start burning, and your your brain will be fueled by triglycerides rather than glucose. Mm -hmm. And, brother, you're Mm -hmm. going to, like, man, you're going to get... And and, and there is a few people out there that are good in this, though, but, but, man, you have more energy... Uh, I mean, it, it's just it's just better. But if, if you need to get to that spot where you add a two hundred fifty, and you can skip there in the morning, eat your egg or something to get you back to you to get you're not you're not you're not feeling off balance and out and because you need to eat. You, 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 your body's going through a change, and it needs to get rid of all the poisons. That's why you're feeling dizzy. See how fast Randall's metabolism runs in the morning. So and then right. I'm going to tell you, when you wake up, your body is dunk full of it. You don't need no more. You think the farmers got up, went to the, the table, man, they took care of all the farming, all the, uh, the, uh, the hen houses and all the, uh, the barn animals first before they went, and then they come in, then mm-hmm. they, then they ate at 1030, then they went to the field. That's kind of mm-hmm. how my papa on it did it their whole life. And like, yeah, what's because their wife at the farm still said, you might be getting up with the chickens, but I'm going to get up in a little while, and then I'm going to make breakfast. I, and, but God, it's funny for you to bring up what you brought up for me, man. The book part about my whole reason, I, and, and if I, the book's going to be called, if I ever do had a nerve, it'd be called, it's going to be called It's All Gravy, Baby. But <laughs> kind of for short of it, uh, my, my brother's been kicked out of three churches uh, for bringing uh, a black kid, and I was there for two, and I dropped back, and uh, then me and my brother had a little fall out because they said I was doing what I was doing for my selfish ways. I wasn't doing it for God. I wasn't doing it for the kids. I was doing it for me, and they didn't 